Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 458 for comics originally releasing May 30th, 2018. Drew, uh, we missed last week, but we're l- wonderfully excited to be back with the listeners this week. And uh, Drew, before we get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, uh, what do we got going on in the world of comics? Well, um, this week, five years ago, we debuted uh, the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. So hey. it's our five-year anniversary. I forgot to get you anything. I apologize oh. for that. <laughs> um, but uh, who knew that yeah, we, no kidding. we'd be chit-chatting about comics once or twice or th- three times a week sometimes uh, for the last five years, for the most part. <laughs> yep. I think I told my wife I'll try this thing with my brother and see how it works out. Let's see how it works yeah. out, yeah. So uh, congratulations to us, and we want to thank all the listeners for all the great feedback and uh, the love that you sent us. Uh, we appreciate that, and kept it kept us going. And, uh, and yeah, we've been doing it for five years, so yeah. huzzah. <laughs> Very nice. Congratulations, brother. Yeah, congratulations to you. We had um, we got a little bit of of scary news from Jason in Hawaii. He's been shooting us some uh, some lava pictures and volcanoes oh, erupting out there. Um, it, it's it's the weirdest thing he's ever seen in his lifetime uh, down out there in Hawaii with uh, people getting um, airlifted out and uh, homes being destroyed and. Uh, the one good thing about lava, I guess you can outrun it, but there you go. Uh, it it just don't it don't stop. So uh, we uh, we hope everybody's safe, and we got, I don't think Jason's on that island where that's happening, but still, still scary stuff. Um, so uh, be safe out there, and our, our our Hawaiian brother, we want to keep him safe. So um, from Eric Donnelly, uh, he says, "Great podcast, first I've listened to from this one." I wanted to remark regarding Alterna, uh, a wrinkle, a wrinkle with their numbers. Um, Diamond is was no longer fulfilling their orders after sell through, but Alterna still had them, and Diamond just wouldn't reorder them. So they went ahead and started their own direct shipping and ordering system for comic stores, in addition to an Etsy store. Last they had reported, they were fulfilling a significant portion of their books via direct shipment from their system. Their owner is very engaging via Messenger and explained this all to me since I'm a goober about their line. Anyway, just passing info along. Thanks for the great podcast. Well, that's good to know that um, they're getting some sales outside of, of what we're seeing. So we like to see a, a, a publisher like that um, be successful. I mean, one thing we can say about Eterna, they're doing everything right. They're, they're inexpensive. Uh, things come out on time. There's a variety of titles, and apparently their customer service is good. So, I mean, you can't really knock that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Aaron Churchill says, To answer your question, yes, I like the mid-year award show, so my hat's in the ring to do another one. Yes, the the show before was an encore presentation of the mid-year cowies that we did with James and Eric, and we wanted folks to chime in and let us know if they'd like to to hear another one we've got some good feedback on that um so we're going to try to squeeze that in if we can get all the four of us together at the same time um to ask a question aaron goes on to say can you do a video uh for your facebook page packing the comics you sell 
I've got 26 long boxes, four short boxes of single issues, and about eight boxes of hardcover trade paperbacks I'm looking to unload. It's mostly late 80s to the present. I'd Craigslist it, but I'm, I'd have to take a bath on that, which I'm okay mm. with on some level, but I'm also thinking of eBay and making the effort to go, uh, go by ones over time and getting a few bucks here and there because it'll all add up, right? Anyway, this is new to me, and I'd appreciate a little insight. Uh, hmm. I don't know how interesting it would be me packing a comic to sell, um, but I could do one. I could set I could set my camera up and film me um, packing the comic and securely and fastening it and sealing it up. Uh, be kind of boring, but I, I could do that. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, next time something sells, I'll 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 try to remember to to uh, make a video. Um, that's what he's asking, right? The the pack the packaging. Is that what he's saying? There's always some good and interesting tips and tricks and things. Yeah. And of course, we get our uh, Calabunga yeah. comics in in, yeah. in large format. I always learn some extra tips and tricks because they uh, do a really good job packing uh, our monthly books. Uh, but I do feel your pain, Aaron, because. Um, I'm running over with comics. More coming in than going out, and that was not the plan. So I need to get busy as well. And, yeah, there's there's a little part of me that's like, hey, maybe I just start selling them by by the box load to get them out of here and uh, and thin out my my back room because they're going to find me underneath a pile of them one day because there's so many of them um, stacked up. So, yeah, I I get it. Um, But, yeah, eBay, you're going to... Make sure you cherry-pick the good stuff out and and eBay those, at least, um, before you sell stuff by lots because you're going to get hosed on on selling big big collections. You you never make what what they're worth or even half. You you know, you're going to get pennies on the dollar. If you're lucky, sometimes. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, somebody taking Kyle to task here. Oh no! Is it you? No. <laughs> last no. last episode, or maybe a couple episodes ago, Kyle said some misinformed things about Bubba Hotep. One of oh crap! <laughs> I, I mentioned that offhandedly. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all time. There are major Hotepians. <laughs> Drew, do not take his word for it. Take my word for it. It has nothing to do with aliens. It's about Elvis fighting off a mummy in a retirement home. This might sound ridiculous, but it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, well-done movie. Also, Bruce Campbell plays Elvis, and Ossie Davis plays JFK. Don't question it. Just watch it. I'm not reading the comic, which might be a prequel or a sequel, but the movie is fantastic, and I recommend anyone with an open mind to check it out. Thanks, and keep up the awesomeness. I hope you know I love you, Kyle. Just couldn't, <laughs> just couldn't stand it. Hugs and disses, Clint Stout. Very nice. Yeah, I, isn't it worth the fact that I got the alien or the uh, uh, Elvis part right? You did get that, and well, he's an equal opportunity uh, griper because he also says Drew didn't like the Avengers number one. I for one also like reading comics blindfolded. So he, he <laughs> threw one, he threw one my way as well. Thanks, Clint. As always. For your insight, uh, Tim ben- Tim ben- Penarts says, "I just read a walk through hell. I think I'm hooked." Um, it's Garth Ennis, man. Uh, yeah. That'll do that. He he likes to hook you in. So um, 
good for you. And I haven't read that first issue yet, so I'm kind of psyched as well. Michael Lamb says, Kelly Thompson is bringing a new version of West Coast Avengers to life in August. It looks fun. I don't know if it looks fun. Have you seen this? I saw the cover. It looks like uh, Squirrel Girl meets uh, America. Yeah. It looks two B-list, Z-list superheroes. It looks. Pretty, I'm worried. Looks, I'm going to try it, but I'm worried. It looks pretty awful. Um, yeah, I ha- I go way back with West Coast, back to the beginning, and it was a. Gr- I love the series. I mean, I haven't read it since, but I'm probably so it probably doesn't hold up. But you know, when Moon Knight joined the West Coast around what issue twenty, twenty one, something like that, uh, that was awesome. Uh, you know, I was. I was loving West Coast Avengers, loved Hawkeye. Then they brought Moon Knight in. It was a great series. I I loved it. Um, But this looks, the cover looks so campy. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like Kelly Thompson a lot. She's a good writer. She was really good on on the Hawkeye volume that just ended. But, ooh, don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm a bit worried. Um, Hey, nowhere to go but up for me, so maybe. Uh Michael Lamb also says Walking Dead spec is also dead from comics heating up. Uh, it says, I'm sad to say Walking Dead is dying on the cop- comic book market. What once was an easy cash cow for even the common books is slowly slithering away as hot commodity in spec books for first appearances, storylines, and so on. Seeing first appearance books drop half in value from their prime is certainly signs that most collectors must have already got the books they want, and the rest of the collectors might be wandering off, like the recent show ratings and the number of viewers. Yeah, ratings are down. I know all of this because I'm selling my entire Walking Dead collection I've amassed. What once commanded top dollar are half or less, and what we could have gotten a year or two, just a year or two ago. Well, that's depressing, Michael. Um, well, we said that a year or two ago. We said sell now. Well, we said that clearly last year. Yes. It can. Go, it will go down and get out now. Did we? Yes. Did we sell them, though? No, but I said that. Doesn't that count for something? You get partial credit. Yay. Um, so, yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe we, now we have to wait for a whole new generation to discover it, I guess. And then dust off the, the boxes of Walking Dead that I have. The the triple run of Walking Dead that I have from 100 to 175. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of comics. And um, yeah. that's a bummer that that's, that that's what's going on in the market right now. But, you know, none of my stuff's moving that well, so... Could be just comics are down right now in general, at least in my neck of the woods. Um, mm-hmm. Wolf says, uh, Deadly Class uh, by Remender has released the trailer on Sci-Fi by the Russo Brothers. And Justin Richards chimes in and says, that's awesome. It's the best looking sci-fi show I've ever seen. How cool is the Russo brothers are working on an image series? I'm very excited. Have you seen this trailer? Yes, it's awesome. It looks pretty good. Um, yeah, it looks great. I had for I only read the first arc, so mm-hmm. I it's on like 
issue 34, 35 now, I think. And so I'm way behind on it. Um, so I'm going to have to go back and reread it, I think, um, mm-hmm. to kind of re-familiarize myself with who the characters are. But it, I like the style of it. It looked good. The characters look cool. Um, for a sci-fi show, yeah, pretty. it looked pretty darn good. Good production value. We got a while till we're going to be able to see it, though. I know they pushed the release date on it. Someone said maybe it's because there's... It might be kind of CG heavy in parts. 2019, I think, that. I guess. Yeah, they pushed till the beginning of next year. I don't know what's on sci-fi that they don't have room for it in their schedule. I don't think that's it. Yeah. But maybe. Maybe they've already got stuff stacked up. Uh, in Star Wars news, Kyle. Well, yeah, because like, uh, sci-fi does the Krypton show, right? Maybe. So they get, they're doing good. they're doing good work, man. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Have you? Give him credit where credit's due. I saw the first episode. And? It was good? Good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Really like the guy. Mm-hmm. Or the, the characters, I should say. In Star Wars news, we've got Logan coming out this week. Or it's already out. Sorry. What? Logan? Not Logan. Um, Solo. Solo. I'm sorry. Uh, and the Logan writer, director, James mm-hmm. Mangold, is going to write and direct the next Star Wars standalone movie. All about your boy and mine, Boba Fett. The most overrated character <laughs> in the history of cinema. The feared bounty hunter and fan favorite character. This is reported by the Hollywood Reporter exclusively. So we've got Boba, a Boba Fett movie. Um, guess you're not going to go. You probably won't see it. It's just like no matter what happens, you know at the end of this, right after the end of that movie, he eventually dies like a little bitch in the Starlight bit. <laughs> uh, which, which prequel was that? It was the, it was Empire. Oh, it was Empire. No, it wasn't Empire. Was that Return of the Jedi? Yeah, Return. Sorry, Return of the Jedi. Man, get my get my uh, Star Wars. I'm going to lose my nerd card, man. Well, there's what nine or ten of them now. Come on now. There is there is quite a few. There is quite a few. Um, let's see what else. Oh, uh, we we put our our order in. I probably we probably should have done this last week, but we didn't record last week. And uh, some of the things on our order for May that'll come out in is that August, right? Mm-hmm. Or is that July? It's May for July or May for August? I can't remember. Uh, Do you remember how that works? May for July. May for July. Um, farmhand. Both of us went in big on farmhand. It's the uh, yeah, it's the chew guy, right? It's the, yeah, it's the it's the guy that did chew. Um, Rob Guillory, is that right? Uh huh. And uh, yeah, we we think a lot of that one, so we both went on on that. Um, that's an image book, of course. Unnatural number one, also interested in that one. Yeah, that looks really good. I, I think Unnatural looks awesome. New World number one uh, was one that. Uh, piqued my interest outpost zero number one another one that kind of stuck out um i'm still of course heavy on walking dead a and b covers um there was a oh a book that uh jason from hawaii uh recommended called she could fly number one that's done by the showrunner i think it maybe was it Jason? It might it might have been somebody else on another forum, um, who said uh, that the showrunner from *Halt and Catch Fire* 
is doing the she could fly number one and uh, that was a really good series that I liked on AMC so I'm kind of interested in that uh, of course Batman 50 is going to be a big one uh, yeah. uh, the wedding and all and there's uh, some variants there Jim Lee variant and Oliver Coipel variants that you can pick up mm. all look pretty good um, and then Catwoman number one debuts with J- Joel Jones, so we're really excited about that. At least I am super excited about that. But we both went pretty solid on that one. Which one was it? Catwoman number one. Yeah, we uh, that was the Art Germ variant was what we were big on. Oh, oh, is that the is that the variant? Is the Art Germ? See, we've got. No, I just yeah, variant cover by uh, Art Germ on that. And of course, your girl Joelle. My, right. my girl Joelle. So, yeah. You can't beat that. Um, I'm still I'm still getting the 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 TMNT cover bees, the Eastman covers. Uh-huh. Um, I, man, I just like the look of them. I you know, I haven't been in the TMNT mix for a while, and uh, he's good. Just yeah. this just in. 30 years in the main, yeah. 35 years in the Yeah. Um, excited, super excited about uh, um, Cosmic uh, Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's um, Donny Cates and the first issue's coming out. I, I'm getting both the A and the Diodato variant um, on that one. I think that's going to be good. I think the art germ is the life of Captain Marvel that you got. What that wasn't the Catwoman, was it? In this order, it's the friggin' Catwoman, dude. Catwoman is also art germ. Yeah, I have Joel Jones as the cover. Cover A, correct. But there's a B cover. Well, right that's that. not what my order form says. So that's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. Just trying. To, I'm really just trying to help you out, man. My order form is wrong. Uh, let's see, we've got, what else? Oh, the they had the X-Classified book in, in the Marvel section, mm. um, where I don't know if that's a, a Wolverine book coming back, or an uncanny X-Men, or something stupid. Um, but I thought I'd take a flyer on it, since... Uh, they're being so secretive. They've sucked me in. So secret. Yeah, wanted to get that Scotty Young variant and um, and then the cover A, of course, to check that out. Uh, uh, make sure you pick up the Project Superpowers Zero issue. Um, can't. Who is the publisher on that? I can't see it. I don't. I have my tables collapsed on my spreadsheet, <laughs> but um, it's a Matino. It's a Matina cover. And it's ten cents. So, oh yeah, I want yeah. That seemed yeah. Did you see on Wonder Woman fifty and fifty one? Um, on fifty one, Art Germ is doing the cover B on that. Is it pretty? Or the cover? Yeah, I'm sorry. He's doing the cover A on Wonder Woman fifty one. They're always pretty when he does them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not as good as um, 
your your Jenny Frism covers, though, right? We'll see. I mean, the, for uh, for Wonder Woman fifty one, you have to decide between Art Germ and Jenny Frism. Dang, you might, you might have to get them both. Exactly. Um, we got some uh, another new number one from Alterna in Eden number one. I was excited about um, Relay number one, which I don't think. I can't I don't lose who publisher is on that one. Um Clan Killers number one. Excited about the mall number one. That looks pretty good. Yep. And uh Submerge number one. Did you do Cosmic Ghost Rider number one? Yes. I was excited about that. Did you do X twenty three? No. I did not. Okay. Who's that? This is not Tom Taylor. It's not Tom Taylor, it's yeah. Mariko Tamaki. Tamaki. Yeah, I'm not interested. Um, so there's some of the things that stand out on our order. Um, is there anything else that I may have overlooked that you wanted to highlight? Uh, there wasn't a ton in the back half. It was another one of those where when I got to the back half, there was just not a ton for me, unfortunately. You know, I, I did some made a little bit of hay in Aftershock, but that's about it. Oh, okay. Well, then let's pull up the FOC for this week. This is hot off the presses. Um, just got this in and haven't really had a chance to dig through it too much. Uh, there is a Frank Cho cover B for, for Black Hammer from Dark Horse, which looks pretty good. Um, and you've got till Monday at noon for these, of course, if you wanna if you wanna jump in. Um, we've got if you think something's gonna happen in Batman forty nine, you might wanna up your order there. Things are getting getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh there is a Jim Lee pencil variant for Justice League 2 um, that it's a it's a 1 in 100 so um, that price you're going to have to inquire with the guys at Cowabunga to see how much that price is because I, I don't have that number in front of me um, if you missed out on your sex criminal Scotty Young polybag variant this is your last chance And it's a dollar more, right? Yeah, yeah, that went up in price. If you take a look at uh, analog number one C two E two variant, um, they're offering two hundred of these uh, that didn't sell at the convention or the overprinted, and they they didn't take to the convention. I'm not sure, but there's only two hundred of them left. Um, these are ones that if you went to the con, you could have purchased for. 15 or 20 bucks, you know, that's usually what they run. Um, these are $10 through FOC uh, Monday by noon. Um, so if you want to get one, you can get one for 10 bucks. Um, and you didn't have to go to Chicago. So how about that? The, the final issue of Beef. Uh, don't sleep on that. That's going to be, uh, that was pretty good so far. Don't sleep on the Beef. You heard it here first. They sleep on the beef. Uh, virgin cover of Curse Words 15. 
second print of that Venom number one. If you're a second, yeah, printer. that that got me intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um, let me. Uh, do we have a uh, look at the cover here? And I'm curious if uh, I remember what the cover of the actual one looked like. That looks different. Yeah. Says Stegman. Yeah, that's that's worth getting. Mm-hmm. It's worth getting, folks. And what? So what's it? Uh, Venom number one sold like two hundred thousand plus. Yeah, it was a big number. So, um, but we yeah you can, we we believe in that title and we believe in that author and everything. So we believe in Kate's. So let me uh, put a little hash mark there so I don't forget. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that second printing. It's nice. Besides that, nothing else jumps out at me as something that you might be able to capitalize on. I mean, are, are people into regular show? Not not with the ferocity of uh, Rick and Morty or anything. Rick and Morty, but yeah. it does have a, its following. Because there's a Rick and Morty presents Crumbopulous Michael. Yep. Crumbopulous uh, is, Michael. So is he a Pickle Rip breakout character? No, he's nowhere near the the uh, the, the the Pickle Rick breakout. That's about it for me. Ooh, new issue of of May. Our new volume. I didn't see that coming. Is that um what's the guy's name? I gotta look it up. Gene Ha. Yeah. That, yeah, that first volume was fun. That was like two years ago maybe. Putting out another volume, that's cool. Anything else in the FOC that strikes your fancy? Nothing else jumps out of me, uh, but uh make sure you, you order that Venom second front. Yeah, I think that's a that's that's a good one, guaranteed. Let me pull my script back up because I've lost my place. I think that was it. Everything with the sneak, wasn't it? Do we have anything else? I think that's it. I think that's all we got. Quick walk through the order. Quick look through FOC, and now uh, let's head over to previewsworld.com. Click on May 30th, click that table view, and Drew, let's start where previews forces us now to start an image. Which we should like. Yeah, no kidding, I'm actually a fan. The Last Siege number one. Here's our new number one, Laundry. It's Landry, actually. Landry Q. Walker with Justin Greenwood (laughs) on art. (laughs) Now, this is a fifth week. Oh, that's right, there's five weeks in friggin' Mark. But it looks pretty strong yeah, so far I mean, at first glance anyway um, so the last issue of Barrier um, haven't they haven't all been five four ninety nine? have they I thought just the first one was four ninety nine. the first two were there was two at four ninety nine, and the rest at three ninety nine or something like that oh, that's dumb yeah anyways uh my my biggest excitement is of course uh, last siege. They call it spaghetti western meets Game of Thrones. So uh, that looks pretty real. 
What the last siege? Yeah. yeah. And that's my guy from the fuse. So I like that. Is this this is either our penultimate or our finale to kill or be killed? It's only a twenty issue. I know it ended, and I know we ordered the end. I just can't remember exactly what the cutoff number was. It might be twenty. This might be penultimate. So this is the end of the arc, and they're going to do a wrap up. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Lazarus is back, and it's going to take a long break, I think, and go to like quarterly or something like that. Jeez. Yeah, it's going to go quarterly and oversized or something. It was so good, and then it lost me. It just, I was, yeah. I loved everything about it, and then. Except it's schedule. It's schedule, and then let's do off books before we do real books, and uh, now I don't even care. I mean, I don't understand how creators can pitch a book, own it, be excited about it, put it out month after month after month, and then some. Then the wheels come off, and it, sometimes it's. Sometimes it's like a year. It goes a year straight, mm. and it's fine. And then all of a sudden, we have to go to these long breaks. And you know, I blame con season. You know, they start going to these cons, and before the summer starts, and then they're at a they've got a table at every con every weekend. Um, they're not working. <laughs> Stop going to cons. Except the ones I'm at, I attend. Any. New arc for Royal Squirrel yeah. City, so I'm excited about that. Something crazy is going to happen in Saga. It always does. It's 50, 50, issue fifty-two. That's cool. I don't know if there's any. What's that Realm Virgin cover look like? Is it the, is it the cover A? Yeah, yeah it's, it's just the cover A without the mm-hmm. masthead. Pretty nice. Yeah. That's it for me and Image. All right, we've seen Image. Let's move on now to Dark Horse. Blackwood, number one by Evan Dorkin with Veronica Fish Art. Who does Slam. Yeah. And some Archie. And I was going to say yeah. some Archie. Four teenagers were hunt with, with haunted paths enroll in Blackwood College, a school that trains students in the occult. Their desire to enhance their supernatural abilities bond with others in... Hampered by the undead's cursed ghosts in their dorms and mischievous two-headed mummies. Or a two-headed mummy chimp. Oh my. What? What is going on? Mutant insects and the discovery of an ancient evil that forces our heroes to undergo a crash course in the occult for the sake of the world. So we have a a more sinister and evil Harry Potter. It sounds awful. It sounds awful. But you know what doesn't sound awful is Harrow County 31, which is literally the penultimate issue before it rides off into the sunset with issue 32. So find out what's what happens. Anything else in Dark Horse? Of course not. Ah, <laughs> Yeah. I don't think so. Didn't you at one point do Weird Love, or was that a different one? Strange, who knows. I, I probably checked out that first issue, but um, no longer. DC Comics, what you got for us? Prelude to the Wedding, Ra's al Ghul versus Robin. Ra's al Ghul? 
you say Rage, I say Raz. Aquaman Jabberjaw special number one. Is it bad? I never heard of Jabberjaw. I don't think so. Is it? I I don't know who it is either. Is it a really cool looking Joshua Middleton B cover? Yeah, it is. What about Hong Kong Fooey though? You know that, right? I am aware of Hong Kong Fooey. Right. Black Lightning and Hong Kong Vui, written by Brian Hill and Jeff Parker. Hong Kong Vui. Hey, we've got a Doomsday Clock. Only a month late. All right. Nope. Nope. Oh, is it? I was gonna say they're every other month. Well, it's got a March ah, code instead of April code, but yeah, maybe, maybe it's okay. Flash and Speed Buggy. Speed buggy, I'm well aware of. Yep, that one, that one's in my mind too. Oh, we got some annuals. Gonna... Arrow annual number two, lantern annual number one. Is it and just Brian me? Michael Bendis? Okay, go ahead. Don't you feel annuals should be at the end of the year? Yes. Me too. And not twice a year, by the way, because that's biannual. Never twice a year. And yeah. And, you know, it's got to have, you've got to have 12 issues. You've got to have 12 issues under your belt, too. Cause I think there's like a damage annual coming out. That thing's been out like, what, four issues? Yep. Two? I mean, that, that makes no sense. I have these rules. But yeah, Man of Steel's going to be big. Uh, are, are you interested? Did you read DC Nation, that little snippet from... Uh, Bendis be that, that leads into this. Yeah. Um, it was passable. It was fine. Mm -hmm. Um, are you interested? Excited? Bored? He's got the underwear back on. Of course, I'm not interested. Really? Yeah. That does it for yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I hate this line. As Superman struggles to come to grips with what has happened to his wife and son. Yeah, that's not good. I'm a big fan of his wife and son. Uh, I'm not. I'm not having this. I don't even think I want to read it. Oh my! But Super Sons and Dynamite. So I know John Kent's alive because <laughs> he's in this crossover, and I know he's he's in the new catalog with uh, Adventures of Super Sons. So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to try to do. Tear my heart out. Super, but yeah, that that looks pretty good. Supergirl being super trade. That was, of course, Joel Jones on art. Came out uh, bi-monthly, four issues. Comes out in a trade form. That's a heck of a deal because I think it was like eight issue, eight dollars an issue in trade er, in single issue form. Mm. Now, when did Mike? Oh, it's Mike Millar, not Mark Millar. Yes, it's Mike Miller, not Mark Millar. <laughs> oh, it says Mark Millar trade paperback, so it's Diamond Sight. So I don't know when that, what year. It sounds like this is a time when I was not reading uh, Superman comics. It's Collects Tangent, Superman Adventures, Superman 80 Page Giant, DC 1 Million 80 Page Giant. So I didn't read those. I'd be interested to see what. Mark, Mike Millar does with those. 
with those with the character. I bet that'd be kind of good. Anything else in DC? No, that is all for me in DC. Let's head on down and see what Marvel has. Oh my goodness. It's time. It's time for our amazing 800 Del Auto. It's coming out. Does anybody still want them? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> did you end up pre-selling yours? I did not. Are you keeping it or are you going to sell it when you get it? I'm probably just going to keep it. I really like it. It is pretty nice. And there's a lot of cool covers. So amazing 800 and that's the, the last... Dan Slaughter is second to last Dan Slaughter. Second to last. He does 801 as well, if I remember correctly. And they're not doing number one, and they're going to do 802 with Nick Spencer, yeah. or they're going or they're going to go back to one? They're at one. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Now, who knows if number two will go back to 803. <laughs> well, geez. I know they'll capitalize on that big number one bump on it, that's for sure. Yeah. Another Infinity Cash Grab with Captain Marvel number one. Anybody reading these? Yeah, that's where I'm at. Marvel 2 and 1 number six. Looks like they catches up to the Fantastic Four. Hey, there you go. The Fate of the Four revealed at last, unless that's the other four where it's from a different multiverse. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly. I don't... Yeah, okay. I don't recognize anybody involved with the Star Wars Lando Double or Nothing comic. It's Donald Glover. Correct. That is who is drawn on the front. There's an annual for X-Men Red, which is on its fifth, sixth ish, issue? No, it's, it's it's trucked along. It was... It's turned out quite a few. No. No, it hasn't. Hasn't it? X Men Red is not in not past five or six, so it doesn't get an annual. I'm with you. Drew Rule number seven hundred and eighty-two. You can't have an annual unless you have twelve issues. It's just how it works. Yeah, X Men Red has four issues. It'll yeah. have six by the time that hits. What Wednesday? Or yeah, no, I'm sorry. I thought it was a pretty. Yeah, you're right. It will be <laughs> out with four issues. You're right. But it gets the tail. I, I think it's a, I, I, I think it's dumb. But what do, I, what do I know? That is, yeah, that is pretty. I'll still read. I'll still read it because it's Tom Taylor, right? Oh yeah. He hasn't gotten run off this book yet. And yep, he is right in the annual. All right, let's go down to Dynamite. Uh, sorry. All right, let's try. Let's try. Boom. Final issue of Abbott. The. Uh, Psycho, supernatural, journalism mashup that is weird that I'm playing out the string on. Thank you. 15 bucks, Mech Cadet U, first trade. Uh, I, I read this. I liked it. Once a year, giant robots from outer space come to Earth and bond with young cadets from the Elite Sky Corps Academy to defend the world from the terrifying aliens known as the Sharg. It's a great honor to be chosen, but this year, well, the wrong kid was picked. Collects issues one through four, and exclusive behind the scenes. Uh, Greg Pat, eh, Prack is uh, awesome. He writes a really good thing. This one was so good that 
it was extended. I um, dropped off it and never picked it back up, so am I missing out? We shall see. You haven't read it either. Uh, I, I, I finished that first arc, and I think one oh, more. Oh, well, I think that's it. all yeah. of them. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They're putting weird toys and stuff in there. That's it for me. All right, let's head down, skipping the toy section to the comics and graphic novels, our smaller publishers. Uh, we got 2021 Lost Children, number one, from Titan, uh, with the James Stokoe cover, and I really like James Stokoe. He's awesome. Uh, this is Escape from New York meets the X-Men. It's 2021. Detroit has seceded from the United States. Its citizens are under the control of a madman with extraordinary abilities. The only hope of retaking the city lies with four super-powered children, but their powers come with a price. Using them means aging prematurely. Can they save the city before their powers use up their lives? Pretty cool. Too bad it's six bucks. <laughs> if only. Such a barrier to entry to try a new... I mean, I know you're going to sell your most copies from your issue one, and you want to capitalize on that because people take chances on them. So if you can hook them, that maybe squeeze an extra dollar or two out of them, but I don't know, man. Oh, and the cover C is is pencils of uh, Stokoe's cover. Ah, it's so nice. There's another Harbinger World Wars from uh, Valiant. Never, I've never read the first one, so. The fifth issue of Stabity Bunny. All right. Black Mask is going to try a new number one again, Drew. Oh, yeah? What's it called? It's called We Are Danger by Fabian Lillet. So writing and art by Fabian Lillet. Godspeed, dear sir or ma'am, because Black Mask has no ability to put things out on time and now somebody is doing double duty <laughs> uh, the second issue of survival fetish fetish is out first issue was good I liked it yeah weird or no that's, I'm thinking of the other one I'm thinking of uh, come into me yeah that was pretty that good was too Valiant High that's a four issue miniseries from Valiant Obvi <laughs> yeah, I think I I think I like that We Are Danger that you mentioned. I think mm-hmm. that was something that uh, I'm kind of a sucker for Black Mask, even though they can't put stuff out. Yeah, we talk about that that they have great premises and that they got cool books and it's just it's nice, but like as far as story momentum, no. And the Wilds is uh, on issue three. It was really good. Don't know if it's burning up the charts though. Even if it doesn't, that can be a good thing. There's the second issue of uh, Vampironica, the Greg Smallwood and uh, on art and uh, cover. It's uh, it was pretty good. It's pretty. Good. I liked it. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, lots of good stuff. Drew, you got any ideas for your pick of the week? The book that is uh, worth heading into your local comic book shop, picking up, and knowing that we can make a little bit of money if we want to resell that thing. Ooh. I want to go back up to image and plunder. Probably last siege. There you go. Go. I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, it was definitely a cool look, cool book. Um, 
You're going to have a big print run on Man of Steel number one, so I don't know if there's anything special there. Yeah. Can Stabity Bunny continue? It's a spec game? It, uh, uh, issue five? I don't know. It absolutely can. It absolutely can. Yeah, it might have to for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Last Siege, and you're going to go with Stabity? The gift that keeps on giving. We're gonna we're gonna throw a bone to Black Mask, and we're gonna try. We're we're I'm with you on this. We are danger. The more I look at it. Okay. We get burned a lot, but. What was the other one that was a cool premise? There's something else that was a pretty good premise too. But yeah. Both number ones, right? Yeah. We are danger and last siege. You got it. Fantastic. All right, guys. We want to thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself. As we came through the fifth week and all the books coming out May the 30th, 2018, if you uh, found a few picks in here that we didn't talk about or missed, uh, drop us a line on Twitter or Facebook or send us a, a link on a Gmail. Get a hold of us. Uh, tell us what you think the book of the week is and why you think we missed it. Um, if you disagree about the ones that we picked, send us a line talk about that as well. Um, we, fish, we appreciate all of you and thanks for all all the five years of uh, following and listening and being part of the conversation. We thank you so much. So for Drew and for myself, see you.